Welcome to the Healing Place podcast, a space filled with inspirational stories of hope, along with practical advice for your healing journey. Your host is Terry Welbrock, trauma warrior, writer, speaker, blogger, therapy dog handler, and founder of the Sammy's Bundles of Hope Project. As a survivor and a thriver, Terry's mission is to shine the light of hope into the world by interviewing insightful guests from across the globe. Please stay tuned at the end of today's interview as we honor our sponsors. The Healing Place podcast is a fiscally sponsored project of Fractured Atlas. Now, here's your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place Podcast. I am your host, Terry Welbrock, and I'm excited to have with me today <laughs> Terry Malik, and she is stress management coach, author of multiple best-selling books, and EFT practitioner. And I can't speak all of a sudden, so welcome, Terry. Thank you so much, Terry. It's good to be here. Yes, good to uh, good to have you. John D. Whiteshead uh, introduced us, and I'm very happy to. Um, yeah, that she did so. So tell us a little about who you are and what it is that you do. Um, I am uh, officially retired, right? But as I retired, I realized that I needed more to keep going. While I was still working, like so many people around me um, for multiple decades, I was in a stressful job, pretty high stress toward the end. And what happened was I was experiencing this ever-increasing number of physical discomforts and pains. And uh, what I didn't know at the time was that they all result from chronic stress. Mm -hmm. So what took me to the doctor was um, heart pain, chest pain. And she, bless her heart, told me, you need to change something about your life, girl, or you're not going to have one. So... Uh, I started, um, I went to yoga teacher training, I started going to yoga, and it spoke to me so much that I went to yoga teacher training, heard about this EFT tapping thing, and at first I was just like, yeah, whatever, this is just way too woo-woo for me, because I'm like, I was raised in the sciences, I was a hard science background, so it's like, show me how it works, um, after a while, I realized there's a ton of science behind EFT tapping. And so um, that brought me around. Um, I learned some breathing techniques. I learned some meditation techniques. And all of these became so useful to me in different combinations. You know, some things work in different situations and other things don't. They're not appropriate. And one size doesn't fit all. We're all wonderfully unique individuals and some things work great and some things don't so you don't put those in your toolbox or maybe you put them in the back and pull them out later after you've had some experience so realizing you go ahead sorry I just was going to say I as I talk about on the podcast a lot I I've created this toolbox and I say to people that just to have and learn these things that I don't utilize all of it every day, that there's certain things that I may try and I'm like, mm, that's not working today. And so I'll, I'll, I'll pull something else out and try 
Ho'oponopono Hawaiian healing or do some tapping work or yeah and it's great to have this toolbox filled with stuff but I like the idea of you said of just maybe putting that in the back as a alternative if, if something else isn't your normal go-to isn't quite working for the day. That's exactly right. And I find also that we grow and change daily. You know, before and after you say you're a Ho'oponopono, you're a different person. And if you say that for a month running and you look at that other tool in the back there, it may have a whole different meaning to you in a month than it does today. So don't give up on it, but, you know, maybe look at it a little bit later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I... What happened as I was becoming um, more and more, so like little headaches became chronic migraines. Um, Low back pain became debilitating. I couldn't do things that I love to do. But with the use of these tools, eventually things came back. I mean, I literally, Terry, I got my life back because of these woo-woo tools, you know? And so, yeah, I'm sold. And so what I decided was I'm not holding this all to myself. I want to share this information. Um, And with the world, of course, right? I want everyone to know about it. Um, Who I have, uh, it's come to me, they're, they're very near and dear to my heart for a lot of reasons, are nurses and healthcare workers. And so... Holy cow, especially right now, they have such stressful positions all day, every day. And they're put into um, working around the clock. So their body clocks and their sleep suffers because of that. Uh, Not to mention just the day-to-day and what they're going through now. And of course, nurses, they're nurturers. They take care of everyone except themselves. And to get them to stop and practice self-care that's a job. It really is. And they know it, but they still don't do it. Right. <laughs> so what, right. what I try to do is offer tiny tools. Take one breath. Take one breath. Yes. Look around and find one thing that is going well that you can be thankful for and either say out loud in your out loud voice or to yourself, thank you, you know, and just keep on going. But that those little things like that, you can squeeze into your day without having to set aside 15 or 20 minutes for meditation. Not that you shouldn't do that. Um, Honestly, I would love to see everybody find five minutes for a breathing practice, 10, 20 minutes for a meditation practice, 10, 20 minutes for an EFT practice. Rotate them around or include them all. But yeah, so yeah. I saw a I saw a Facebook post that said, "Today I will do one push-up. Today I will meditate for one minute. Today I will you know, take a one-minute walk." And, and it was just encouraging that creation of of habitual patterns. And if you start yeah. to create these habits, but don't look at it as how am I supposed to get in a 30 minute workout and a 30 minute meditation and 30 minutes of yoga and th- but look at it as a slow transition and then finding those things that work for you. Like you said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So think about, uh, you could take five minutes off your social media time. Yes. And use a self care technique, get away from what um, spins you up and find something that calms you down because that chronic stress, that, that compromises our immune system. And right now of all times, we need that strong. Right. So 
let that let that stress go if only for a minute just kind of center yourself calm without the stress your thinking cap gets much better when you're stressed the signals to your brain go oh my god oh my god oh my god we're going to die we got to run we got to we got to hide we got to freeze we got to oh my goodness something's going to happen so where's your thinking brain during all that hmm, right. it's gone out of the building oh. it's just yeah <laughs> exactly so if you're in a high pressure situation like healthcare holy cow you need that thinking cap to be on so a little moment for stress relief is a yeah. good thing yeah. Yeah. I have some friends who are who say to me, Terry, how do you get so much done? You're always doing all this stuff like house projects and uh I said, I I don't watch TV. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. I, it gives me that opportunity for, well, one, I just, I don't want to watch the news. I know it triggers me because of my trauma history and, um, but I just don't because I find that reading or I find that coloring in my Zen coloring book, you know, those things that you can make time if you do just, I'm not saying people don't have to watch TV or have their Netflix binges or any of that, but you can create time for, for self-care. You can. Yeah. And that's a good exercise actually is sitting and looking through your average day and where can I fit this in? Um, or instead of watching the TV, turn and open the curtains and look out the window and maybe there's a tree out there and maybe there are birds. Watch that. I mean, that's kitty TV, we call it, but yeah. <laughs> it's TV for me too. <laughs> I love it. And I do it. I stop and peer out my window. I have a bird feeder and I love watching the squirrels and the birds. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're sheltering right now in place in an RV in a campground, but it's a very spread out campground and we have like the best spot. I don't know. Well, thank you. I'm just so thankful we got this yeah. spot, but I'm able sometimes wild turkeys walk through sometimes deer sometimes when we've got a nesting pair of geese on a pond, not far away. Yeah. It's, having that nature around really soothes my soul. I'll take my, the weather is such that now I can take my laptop out to the picnic table and type out there. And yeah, it's yeah. great. Which, which reminds me. So you've just finished a manuscript on a book and you're author of several other books. Can you talk a little bit about uh, some of the books that you've written? Sure. Um, the first book I wrote uh, was released in November, 2018. It it's called RX for RNs and it's just about getting rid of the overwhelm and, and trying to cut burnoff out away before it happens, you know? So these simple breathing techniques, meditation techniques, EFT tapping, learning to set boundaries, Holy cow nurses, right? <laughs> it's so hard for them to say no. When somebody says, you know, my kid's sick, can you take my shift? That's hard just to say, I can't do it. Do it when you can, but take care of you too. You can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. So yeah, Rx for RNs was my first book. Um, that's been pretty popular. In fact, uh, at least, well, I won't say how many, but several uh, nursing school curricula have picked it up. Yay! To offer, right? How cool to that teach, is so cool to teach student nurses that self care is important, and there are specifically holistic nursing programs out there that are especially good about uh, emphasizing that self care aspect of nursing. Yeah. Um, from there, I took and started and am just finishing up 
uh, a series called The Art of Managing Stress. And the first book is called Take One Breath. <laughs> That's the name of it. So it's a, um, a really simple, these are designed to be pretty short reads so that you can take them. They're step by step. Here's five breathing techniques that work for most people. Choose one you like, practice it often. And, and it literally comes down to paying attention to taking one breath. Yeah. The second one is called In This Moment. And it's about being bringing yourself where, into this moment through meditation and offers uh, different te uh, techniques for meditating for beginners and those who want to kind of revisit their practice, you know, beginner's mind type of thing. Um, the last in the series is uh, I just sent the manuscript off to uh, the subject matter experts yesterday, and I'm real excited about that. It's called Emotional Freedom Techniques, EFT Tapping. So the art of managing stress through EFT Tapping. Um, I had started uh, a manuscript on interviewing nurses based on interviews of nurses in all 50 states. This was in January that I began. And then came COVID-19. And that's kind of like, whoa nobody has time for anything right now. Right. So it'll be interesting. I have 15 or 20 interviews done before COVID came and it will be really interesting. I may see if I can go back and re-interview post. Oh yeah. Um, and then because all the other interviews are going to be post. So I'll just, I'm going to kick that around for a while and, and see what to do with that or go yeah. forward with what I have. That's, that's yeah, a, you could almost to go with what you have and then even specify yeah. Post COVID-19, you know, um, yeah. And yeah. that would be, that would be a really fascinating comparison. I'm, I'm a research geek, um, yeah. you know, by, by nature. And so I love those kinds of, um, yeah, like just the comparisons of how it would be different. Right. Yeah. Right. Pre and post. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I love it. And yeah, I look forward to, to reading that. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so any any myths or facts that you would like to clarify for listeners in regards to maybe holistic <laughs> healing or wh whatever subject? Right. I find that just like I first reacted to EFT tapping, most people, when they see it done, because it involves this tapping on <laughs> points monkey. on your face. And, yeah, exactly. Right. People go, yeah, what the heck? Right. So it's it's not woo-woo and it took a lot for me to come to that point but like you said a research geek i when i first read about it it's like i saw all these different people who do eft it's like okay let's take it back to the very beginning i researched until i found the developer gary craig and how he did what he did and the history of eft tapping and then followed forward all the research that is being done, um, the science is in, holy cow, it's, there's just no disputing the fact that it does work. There are clinical random trials, there are case studies, there are now meta-analyses, which is grouping together other studies to give it even more statistical uh, impact and meaning. It's, it's amazing. Recently, um, it was just early this year, I believe, Dr. Peta Stapleton, she's in uh, at Bond University in Queensland, Australia. She is like the energizer bunny of EFT tapping research. She is amazing. She replicated 
a 2012 study that was done by uh, Dr. Dawson Church and others on the levels of cortisol, which is a stress hormone. So salivary levels of cortisol pre and post one hour of tapping. Dr. Church found that it reduced cortisol levels over 24% pre and post one hour of EFT tapping. Almost a quarter of the cortisol levels dropped. That's amazing. That so is. Dr. Yeah, Dr. Stapleton um, replicated that study with groups just this year, early this year, late last year, early this year, the publication is just coming out um, with one hour of group tapping, cortisol levels dropped 43%. I just heard that yesterday from one of my interviews, brought up that same statistic, and that is just, I mean, amazing, 43%. It is, it is amazing, yeah, and when compared to um, traditional standard talk therapy, um, and of course the placebos, it's all statistically significantly different. Yeah. It's not that those other things don't help, but EFT helps and it's lasting, which yes. is really amazing. Yeah. You know, what you can do in one hour might take a few sessions of talk therapy, but combined, holy cow, because that's what EFT tapping is. You're, you're stimulating the acupoints, these the endpoints of energy lines that run through your system that have been used for thousands of years in acupuncture. Luckily, there is no needles in EFT tapping, which is right. we're just gently, gently stimulating those acupoints while talking about what's bothering us. So we're sending that calming signal to the amygdala in the brain saying, yeah, turn off the alarm. Things really are okay. Even though I'm saying this thing that happened. Yes. I'm okay right here, right now. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. So I love the process and I utilize tapping. I remember the first time I did it, I, I was in the midst of severe panic attacks in the middle of my EMDR healing journey and um, had met the, a practitioner, an EFT practitioner. And um, interesting enough, she lived in Kentucky and I live in Ohio. One of my, one of my big fears and phobias was bridges. And I said, oh, I can't get to you because I'm, well, she came to my house, which was amazing. Um, and did this, did uh, two sessions with me, actually. In the second session, she actually said, since driving phobias and bridges are a part of this, let's get in your, let's get in your car and go. And then we stopped in front of a bridge um, and pulled over into a parking lot, but near one and, and did the whole and it was just amazing, but yeah, so incredibly powerful. Right. And identified, I'm imagining she had you stop and then think about what you were feeling and yes. in your body and emotions and sensations. Yes, and, exactly. And yeah. You just take it a little bit at a time. Yeah. yeah. There's um, one thing that I've encountered frequently. I fly a lot, used to fly a lot. Um is people are scared of flying and you can use EFT to help that. And one of the things that I found, which I'm not even sure if you're noticing I'm doing right now, my hands are in front of me and it's really subtle, but I teach them to hold 
right at the base of the nail where it curves around with the yeah. other hand, just hold and gentle pressure and just nobody notices what you're doing. Right. Gentle pressure, take a breath, move to the next one. Do all the fingers slowly and take a breath and you can be thinking about what's bothering you. You don't have to, you don't have to vocalize anything like in typically in EFT tapping where we're talking about what's bothering us. Right. But this little technique, I call it a stealth technique. It's just holding and these same energy lines run down the sides of all of our fingers. Yeah. We don't have to worry about which side they run down because we're holding both sides. Yeah. And so the people on the plane, they go they're. I mean, you can literally see their jaw drop sometimes. This is like, how does that work? And so right. then, of course, I get to talk more about it, which is great. Yeah. But yeah. So that's a, if nothing else, if you don't want to walk around doing this and you're not at home and something comes up or you're sitting in a meeting, you know, you can very easily practice EFT by just doing things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I've not, I've not come across that one before. Thank you for that. You're welcome. In the, uh, I've got uh, two images in my books of where to hold this. And it's my husband's hand on there. And everybody gives him compliments on <laughs> how handsome his hands are. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I love it. Well, yeah. And again, I think, um, you know, I, as you talked about the, you know, people not wanting to do this, I hope we get to a world where we can see people doing that and we can be like, oh, oh me too, Terry. Exactly. <laughs> I do it in the car. I'm not scared. I do it yeah. in the car. And, you know, with the, um, the tapping solution, the Ortner family, they have that annual summit and it's when they have, they have like 600,000 people watching it every year. They have literally brought tapping to millions of people. And so I'm, I'm really hoping that as time goes on, a lot more people will not just say tapping or, yeah, I've heard of that, but I don't yeah. know anything about it, that you'll see people doing this. And they are. They're actually starting to see people like athletes, professional athletes. That's tapping. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, somebody told me there was a uh, uh, Netflix series, and I can't remember the name of it. Oh, Jane the Virgin, where she actually used tapping. It was oh. a very popular show, and she actually used tapping. I didn't see it, so I'm not sure exactly to what extent, but it's getting out there, and I'm really happy about that. Yeah, me too, because, yeah. again, it's such a great resource for um, the healing journey. Yeah, it is. Just taking a moment to thank a sponsor to the Healing Place podcast, Fiscally Sponsored Project through Fractured Atlas, and for their generous donation this week at the Trauma Warrior level, the Phoenix Fund via Blue Mountain Community Foundation. Thank you. Now back to the show. So any other, any other subjects that you wanted to touch upon today? Um, if we have a moment, there are there are things that can 
there's a one breathing technique that I love. It's called heart breathing. It's from Heart Math Institute. Have you heard of that? Oh my gosh, you're like you're like sucking things out of my head from yesterday because somebody <laughs> brought up Heart Math yesterday, and we've talked about yes, the the heart breathing. And please talk about it because I'd love for someone to talk more about it. I think it was during one of the Facebook lives, which were very brief, okay. so we just skimmed over it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and it's a way to bring. Um, coherence between your heart and your brain so you get those waves instead of them being wow everywhere there they match that that's yeah. yeah yeah and that's when you're safe and your uh your immune system is good so what i've done is taken heart breathing which is simply imagining that when you take a breath in, you're breathing directly into your heart center. And that's pretty simple to do because the lungs are right there. And if it, if it seems odd to try to do that, you know, to breathe into your heart, you can even put your hands there right. to focus your attention, to breathe into your heart and exhale from your heart. And they have you take about eight, six to eight breaths that way. What I've done is added a little happiness booster to this by as you have your heart breathing going on, remember someone or some event or some place that when you think of it, you smile, boom, just like that. For me, it's my granddaughter. When I think of my granddaughter and holding her when she was young, I do my heart breathing. I breathe that happiness right into my heart and exhale that happiness out all around me. Inhale it into my heart and breathe it out. It's, it's like the icing on the cake of heart breathing. And so that's something anybody can do anytime. If you're going between rooms down the hall or you're going between meetings or between patients or while you're waiting for something, while you're sitting in the car, while you're in line at the grocery, properly distanced from the person in front yes, of you. right, six feet. Take, <laughs> yeah, do your heart breathing. Remember that happiness moment and breathe it in. Practice that daily. Holy cow. What it does is it allows you to then conjure up happiness. You rewire your brain so that you don't have to go searching for it. It's automatic. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. More often you remember that happy moment, the easier it will come to you. I got myself through an a, a intense immigration process one time, <laughs> customs and immigration coming back into the country, and I used my heart breathing, and everything was just fine. That happiness came right back to me. I didn't get spun up. It's, I was literally singing some silly song to myself that had come to mind about, you know, this is not a big deal. I'm good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So heart breathing. I'd like to leave that as well. The stealth techniques, the stealth finger techniques and the heart breathing. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Well, you just taught me two beautiful new techniques cool. to add to my toolbox. Excellent. Yay. Very good. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And I, and again, I love the idea of learning all of these amazing yeah. modalities for, I had a guest the other day that said, I always called it alternative healing techniques outside yeah. of therapy. And she, she said, um, 
And I said, you know, it seems like they're becoming more and more popular. And she said, yes, I've stopped using alternative and using complementary. Yes. And I thought, ooh, that's a perfect word. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because they are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, they are. Awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, we are still doing pretty good on time. If you have anything else you'd like to address. Um, I think the the typical things, gratitude is a big one. Uh, That's, it can turn your day around in a heartbeat. If you just, depending on where you are, if you're driving in the car and you're reliving those bad moments that have happened and the things you have to do and blah, 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 look outside and find the sky, find a tree, find somebody who's being kind to you, or you could be kind to somebody else in traffic, you know, it's do the right thing. And that makes you smile. I used to drive, I saw a woman one time uh, in, a, in a car coming at me with big smile on her face and she was <laughs> alone. And I'm thinking, holy cow, that's great. So I try to do that often, you know, inspire a smile in others. Uh, find a reason to be thankful. Do your heart breathing. If you have time, be still for meditation and just listen. You don't have to, you know, sit in a certain position or have certain clothes on or listen to chanting or anything like that. Just be still. Just be still and listen. Um, take a breath. And when you when you take that breath, know that you're breathing. Feel the air come into your nostrils or your mouth. Feel it as it leaves. Notice the temperature of it. Notice how far it goes into your body. Um, I saw a uh, T-shirt recently uh, that says something like, it's fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. Yes. <laughs> it's just I like, put that out on my Facebook page, yeah. But it had a cat that had this face that, like, its eyes were this oh, really? big. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. <laughs> right, which, you know, it's not. So just right. let go of that. Let go of that. It's okay. Just be still. Ask yourself what's going on. Take a breath. Find a reason to be thankful. Yeah, it's yeah, and you can hear that being said through clenched teeth. Exactly, that's fine. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, so that's that's pretty much it. I think awesome. that's those are some of the many tools in my toolbox. There's. I'm glad you mentioned the EMDR. There's. You've probably uh, come across this. That in the one of the. Um, Gary Craig called it an advanced technique. It was called the nine gamut procedure, but it part of it involves um, an aspect of EMDR where you're literally moving your eyes around while your head's still moving your eyes around a clock in both yeah. directions, seeing all the numbers on the clock. That's an aspect of EMDR. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I say EMDR. It took me four years and 98 sessions, but it was life altering for me, but I had yeah. just a, horrific 20 first 22 years of life and a lot of trauma that I always say was this big Christmas light tangled ball of lights and I was like I, I don't even know where to begin to untangle it but we did and it's wonderful and uh, and then utilizing these complementary healing techniques is just yeah um, welcome yeah, even to during this pandemic go ahead I'm sorry no I was just saying to you welcome to the other side of yeah. that that's yeah. great yeah, yeah, I tell people to be in that darkness and then to come out into the light and even during this pandemic to be able to stay in a state of calm, um, no panic, no anxiety, 
in just because I utilize all these tools and I've created these habits of breathing and um, yeah, meditation. Right? And you're being of service by bringing these tools to others, which is also a way of helping you. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I feel uh, a purpose. Yes. Yeah. You are on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that you said you're, your um, tangled masks, they were still lights, Terry. Oh, my still gosh. Light. Oh, my gosh, Terry. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And so now you've got light all around you. It's not tangled, but it's still light. Oh, oh my gosh. That is – you just all brought tears to my eyes uh. on that. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. That's one of those aha moments. The light's been in you the whole time. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. It just blew me away a little bit there. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. You're welcome. <laughs> well, this has been just a beautiful, uh, enlightening, uh, yes, Fun. powerful conversation. Because Awesome taught talking with you. Yeah. yeah. Taught me new tools, and I love it. So thank you for that. Cool. You're welcome, dear. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining. Oh, how do people, did we say how people get a hold of you, where they can contact you? Um, you can visit my website from stressed to calm.com. That's pretty easy to remember. Um, and I am Terry at from stressed to calm.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook, a little bit of uh, Twitter, not so much there, but yeah, I'm a grandma, <laughs> you know, this, uh, I'm not a big, not a big thing on social media, but yeah. Yeah, I do Facebook and I tried the whole Twitter thing. I just don't get it. I, my son, my, my, I have three kids, my middle child, he just is like, mom, mom, yeah. you don't hashtag that much on Twitter. I'm like, I don't get it, buddy. I mean, I'm trying to Instagram and I finally, I was like, all right, I just, I don't get the Twitter thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, me either. But the website is there. Um, it's undergoing a revision right now. It's still nice, but it's going to be yeah. even nicer. Um, but right on the homepage, there's a free ebook um, yes. that is 10 simple habits to help you break up with stress. And um, a lot of the things we just talked about are listed on there with some links to more information on them, etc. So go grab that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, again, I thank you so very much for, thank for you, being Terry. here. Thank All you. Right. Everyone, thanks for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. Remember, you can tune in on YouTube as well as iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. I just found out the podcast has now been downloaded in 60 countries, which is amazingly cool. And also, don't forget to go over to the Facebook page to the Pandemic Self-Care Series, and you can find that under the Videos tab. I think we're at... 32 interviews with a few more to go. I'll probably have about 35 in there total um, and over 63,000 views as of this morning, which is really cool. So, all right. Until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today to the Healing Place podcast with your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Terry, her mission, and the Hope for Healing journey, visit Terry's website at www.terrywellbrock.com. Thank you for liking, commenting, sharing, and offering your reviews on our YouTube channel, audio outlets, and Facebook page. And as Terry reminds us, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself. Mm -hmm.